Hi, I'm Charlotte Gortney. I love learning, and I love learning from others, and I love conversations because they teach me so much. I feel like conversations are disappearing, and I can't let that happen. Let's have conversations again. This podcast is about the conversations I wish we were having. When my daughter was just a tiny person, she was strapped into her car seat as my parents stopped to get gas. Paying for fuel at the pump with your credit card was a relatively new thing, and honestly, it was a stretch for my mom's technical acumen. With the window rolled down and noticing her grandma's consternation, Elizabeth gave direction. Grandma, do you want a receipt or not? Do you want a receipt or not? Of course, this is family lore by now. And I kind of feel like we are in a similar place with our denominational home, the United Methodist Church. From the back seat, we hear the constant question, Do you want to disaffiliate or not? Do you want to disaffiliate or not? Just like that moment when my mom was trying to pay at the pump, there are so many questions that must be answered before we can ever get to the question being pummeled at us from every side. Do you want to disaffiliate or not? This is the first time in 25 years of ministry that the future of the congregation I lead might be determined by an external reality. I faced risks and consequences in the other six congregations that could have meant the end of them, but they were all generated from within. A building that needed more repair than we could afford, debt that threatened to cripple our outreach and ministry, staff that incited division, an overwhelming longing for the past, preventing us from seeing the future. And let me say again, all of these obstacles were internally generated. We did it to ourselves. The current quagmire of our denomination over human sexuality was not generated from any member within the church I serve. In fact, the question, do you want to disaffiliate or not, was handed down without input from anyone in that congregation. But as a church, we will have to choose. And our choice, even our choice not to make a choice, will determine our future course. If I may, allow me to remind you of a few important realities that get obscured by the current debate. First, God chooses to work through the local church, but God's purposes can be accomplished in any way that God chooses. It is not up to us to do God's work. It is up to us to remain open to the Spirit and available when called. I don't know about you, but that provides me a great deal of relief. Second, there are lots of ways this current dilemma can be resolved. There is not one right choice, and the way it is eventually resolved will probably not look anything like the choices we see before us now. And third, God's hope for the local church goes so far beyond how we answer the question before us that likely God has already moved to what is next and will be running to catch up once we get past this. It's my way of saying, this is all going to be okay. We will find our way through the reality we are facing, not by ignoring it or denying it, but also by not giving it more play than it deserves. In the next few podcasts, I will argue three of the prevailing positions in this debate. A traditionalist position. 
basically being that the United Methodist Church should keep the prohibitions against marriage for persons of the same gender and against the ordination of LGBTQ persons. The centrist position, which is basically, while I might have an opinion, I can live in a church that disagrees with my opinion in both position and policy. And the progressive position, which is basically, the church should be fully inclusive of all persons regardless of sexual or gender orientation. Because we need to hear each other more than we need anything else right now, I implore you, please don't tune in for the episode that supports your position. If we hope to arrive at the other side of this conflict, we have to hear each other. If you are going to listen to one of the coming episodes, please promise me that you will listen to all three. At the end of each podcast, I will ask you a few questions. Likely, you already know which of the three positions resonates with you, traditionalist, centrist, progressive. So here are your questions as we conclude this episode. When did you first come to your position? Have you ever moved from one position to another? What do you feel is at risk if you were to change your position? If you're a United Methodist, you're probably having hallway conversations about disaffiliation already. If you plan to journey with us over the next three, we- three weeks through this podcast, I think the questions I will offer at, at the end of each episode will give you a really good place to start your hallway conversations each week. Now, let me close with a prayer. We have wounded your love, O God. Heal us. Light of the world, transfigure us. When we forget that we are your home, Spirit of God, dwell in us. Eternal Spirit, living God, in whom we live and move and have our being. All that we are, have been, and shall be is known to you. To the very secret of our hearts and all that rises to trouble us. Living flame, burn into us. Cleansing wind, blow through us. Fountain of water, well up within us, that we may love and praise in deed and in truth. Amen. Amen.